Um, good evening, everybody. Uh, my name is, sorry about the word spin up for you, Dan. My name is Josh uh, <laughs> Cujo. We've got uh, Alex, Dan, and Dave with us. Hopefully we got Dave for the whole time today, depending on uh, what his camera decides to do to him. The whims of his camera. Uh, so uh, what seems like the first time in quite a while, we've got some good articles, uh, some funny ones, and some pretty cool stuff. So Oh, do you have um, the Rickroll video in there? I do. Nice. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to start off with that one. So the entire city of Dallas got Rickrolled <laughs> with a QR code on April Fool's Day. So they used a drone show to uh, of over 300 drones to put up a QR code that if you scanned with your phone's camera would take you to the Rick Astley video. Um, so... Uh, Super cool. Uh, I think this is probably the biggest Rickroll, <laughs> at least publicly. So uh, Physically, cool. it's got to be the biggest one. Let's see. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so we got a video of somebody here. Oh, I have well, not that's... shared this. I apologize. Ooh, it was an ACDA parade. must have been funny to be like sitting in a meeting it's like you know what let's put on a drone light show and let's put up a qr code to the rickroll video that does it all right so um we're here in downtown dallas and it's about to get wild oh hang on qr code with 300 drones it's gonna rickroll the entire town so be ready I don't know. Just showing, okay? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Says the guy that looks like Rick Astley. <laughs> what did they expect it to be? <laughs> right. It was April first. Yep. That's awesome. It wasn't crypto.com. <laughs> I mean, that's something that did, that came into mind. I saw some other people commenting too. Is that could have easily been a malicious link? Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely could have. <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, super cool. Uh, I mean, drone light shows have been around for a couple of years now, but uh, definitely a cool use, especially on April Fool's Day. All right. Uh, next, I have uh, female drone pilots are flexing their skills with Weber uh, County Sheriff's Office. Uh, grab that link real quick and drop it. Um, so this is in Utah. Uh, Weber County Sheriff's Office is expanding its reach and influence in the highly specialized field of drones. First used by the County Search and Rescue Division in 2018, their use has spread to other areas, including the Sheriff's Office and Crime Scene Investigation Unit. Uh, collectively, the sheriff's office now has the largest team of licensed drone pilots in Utah, which also includes the greatest number of females who operate them statewide. Um, there are six females who are certified, and one is currently going through training. Uh, Kaylee Daloff um, says, I'm not a techie person, but these are cool. Um, she's a detective with the sheriff's office. Uh, Daloff said she became a licensed drone pilot just over a year ago because she saw how it could help her team serve the community more effectively with minimal manpower. Um, 
None of the women sugarcoated their journey to become a drone pilot. They emphasized the detail-driven training and testing processes as well as the time commitment. Uh, their work doesn't end when they receive their drone pilot certificate certificate either as the women are required to take part in frequent training to keep their skills sharp and must get certified again every two years um every single one of these women has put in countless hours away from their families away from their extracurricular uh, away from their hobbies to be here for a program they all believe in and a part of that uh, and to be a part of that is just amazing um faa according to faa data there are uh, 264 females who are certified drone pilots in utah so Pretty cool story there. Um, definitely as we came out of the uh, tasking group for, um, uh, what was the name of the tasking group, Dave? Gender and neutral language. Gender neutral language, yep. To, to get, yeah, and to get more uh, female pilots into um, flying and aviation and, and drones and everything aviation. Super cool. All right, coming up next, uh, this is really cool. Got another video for y'all. Uh, FPV drone offers stunning tour of Tesla's massive gigafactory in Berlin. And that's not just a drone flight, that's an FPV drone flight. Exactly. Does it say anything about uh, how many takes they took? And did they squish any uh, drones in the making of this video? <laughs> no, it doesn't, no. And I'm curious if some of these scenes are not drone, but... You can tell how he's flying. He's kind of nervous in the spot he's at. <laughs> yeah. I would be too. It's like, go, 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 go now. Like, even remote, it's like, boy, I'm going to get squished by a robot. <laughs> Good flying, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely not a place that would be safe for a cameraman to operate. Yeah, especially yeah, like... Not at all. Ooh. We're just going to go right through the middle of all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing that the drone kept flying. Can you imagine all the, the EMI? Yeah. I, mean, I can't... So how do you protect your flight controller from sparks? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a bad day. Get a little solder bead somewhere. Hope you got a conformal coated, I guess. You just hope for the best at that point. Same way with water. Yeah, it's a great video. Whoever shot this probably considered these drones completely expendable. Oh, yeah, you'd have to. So I wonder if the fit and finish of a Tesla coming out of a German factory is any better than what they're creating out of the U.S. factories. 
word is they're about 10 years behind U.S. and other German manufacturers in terms of fit and finish quality. I'm not sure I've heard that's been a problem with the Teslas, though. No, it's just, you know, people, Tesla folks are, are, you know, fanatics and fans, but they're just, you know, you get in them and it's like, ooh, fantastic video. Great. Is flight. that cool or what? Yeah. Did they say who the pilot was? No, they don't. And that was the disappointing part. I really wanted to know. Um, I may have to search a little more. But uh, the cool thing is, is um, the article goes on to state, uh, uh, that they Tesla is using it as a recruiting video for the Gigafactory. Um, they are the the factory is not one hundred percent complete and not at full capacity yet. Um, but they are using it as a series. Uh, so far, they've produced three different videos, and that being one of them as kind of recruiting videos to get people to come and take a job at the Gigafactory. So, uh, really cool. Uh, way to do that um, and definitely you know standing on the back of a lot of the fly throughs we've seen uh, you know through the bowling alleys and through stadiums and, and that kind of thing so um, but uh, yeah pretty pretty cool video uh, definitely impressed with it um, and I wish they said who the pilot was but they don't they talk about uh, Jay Christensen uh, Christensen uh, and the bowling uh, bowling alley video um, and a couple others that he has done, but it doesn't say that he was the actual pilot. They mentioned him, but uh, if he was, great. If not, I'd like to know who that is, if anybody knows. So on the back of that, um, Amazon delivery drones keep crashing, apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> in the span of 13 months, we've got eight crashes. Um, one of them, which supposedly, uh, or allegedly should say, uh, set a couple acres on fire. Um, so not a good deal, but, uh, so, uh, according to federal crash reports and internal documents obtained by business insider, at least eight drones have crashed in the span of 13 months. Adding insult to injury, one of those drone crashes was responsible for an acres-wide brush fire from crashing back down to earth after falling 160 feet last June. I didn't hear about it back then, but... Um, let's see. According to Insider, the company conducted more than 2,300 drone test flights last year. Um, Amazon points out the drones that crashed were not customer deliveries, but instead experimental test flights. So out of 2,300, eight is not... Yeah, that's not bad. That's better than mine. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I haven't crashed eight times, but I haven't done 2,300 flights either. Right. I was, I was thinking, how about for a racer, Alex? What do you think? Eight out of 2,300? Uh, eight is like on your first lap. <laughs> <laughs> so reasons reportedly include faulty propellers, motor and, motors, and software glitches. Uh, thankfully, no one has been injured in tests conducted by the company. Blame, um, the, blame the equipment yeah never pilot <laughs> error of course. Well, they have to throw uh, up the thing about no one's being injured but like you shouldn't even question that like it's not that likely let's see with general yeah amazon's trying to compete with general aviation <laughs> although they will never catch general aviation because it's hard to die in a drone yeah that's absolutely correct but that picture of that drone is what they're using it looks like they are just building their own 
Yeah, they are. They've they've uh, I do believe the whole thing has uh, kind of they've been building them from the ground. Up. That thing definitely doesn't look like it came out of, you know, some kind of company that's making them. No, no, yeah. no. I think the whole thing. And the other thing is, is Amazon Air Prime Air has been kind of plagued with some inconsistencies in, in uh, leadership and, and, and whatnot. So I think they laid off the entire division in the UK. Um, so yeah, I, think, I think Google Wing is going to blow past them. It's a, it's yeah. Smart and in fact, I've got an article coming up in well. two articles about Google Wing. So excellent. Um, next one bit of good news for those who live in Texas. Uh, Texas drone law struck down and deemed unconstitutional. Uh, so for a long time now, Texas has had one of the most restrictive drone laws uh, anywhere in the country where you could not uh, film anything on private property. So... Uh, U.S. District Judge Robert Pittman on March 28th ruled that Chapter 2 or 423 of the Texas Government Code was un unconstitutional and could not be enforced by any government or police entity. The law, which was passed in 2013 and later amended, amended has restricted the use of drones to collect images of private property or to conduct surveillance on individuals. The law was challenged by the National, National Press Photographers Association, the Texas Press Association, and three Texas-based photojournalists who successfully argued that the law improperly prohibited the use of drones to collect images used for news-gathering purposes. Um, chapter 423 included exceptions, allowing drone photography and video, uh, videography for other purposes, such as surveying real estate work and academic research, but notably not for news reporting. Um, Let's see. We're very pleased with it. This is, uh, I apologize, Mickey Osterreicher, um, NPPA, NPPA's general counsel, said the strong ruling would likely affect laws restricting the use of UAVs in other states. We're very pleased with it, and we hope it will send a message to other states and municipalities to dissuade legislators from enacting unconstitutional laws. We've seen other cases where the courts have struck down similar laws in municipalities, but this is the first time that a state law has been struck down as unconstitutional. Um, the funny thing is, yeah. is this, go ahead, Dave. I was, I was going to add that, uh, uh, the National Photographers Association is really fortunate to have Mickey Ostriker as, uh, their counsel. And, uh, I would mm -hmm. assert that that's probably a good reason why this, uh, went through in a very positive, uh, fashion. Mickey is one of the foremost attorneys in, uh, supporting, uh, drone, uh, litigation and defending, uh, you know, uh, uh, drone pilots, uh, in the country. So, uh, kudos to Mickey, and uh, this I, I agree. This is good news, and hopefully we can use it as precedent. The other thing that's funny about this law is uh, there were, like, a, a, a photojournalist who was just standing on the street corner could take all the pictures with a regular camera that they wanted. They could take pictures from a helicopter if they wanted. It literally just restricted drones, and there's no reason for that. It absolutely makes zero sense. So, Good to see that uh, this got struck down. This is a major win. Um, so uh, really good stuff. All right. Let's see. Got uh, Alphabet's wing. More to... Texas news. Yep, absolutely. Alphabet's wing to begin biggest U.S. drone delivery test in Texas. Um, so Alphabet uh, Inc.'s wing is 
set to begin the largest drone delivery test program so far in the U.S. starting Thursday, which would be tomorrow, in the Dallas suburbs. Um, Wing, which has announced its intention to begin the, the Texas deliveries last October, has obtained permission for the program from the FAA, the, um, the company said in a statement on Monday. Wing will be selling items from a Walgreens store and is also working with other companies to deliver ice cream, pet medications, and first aid kits, the company said. Um, Wing, Amazon.com's Prime Air, and the and UPS, among others, are trying to remake the retail sales world by using small drones to deliver products to homes, but routine drone deliveries are still years away because U.S. regulations currently don't permit some of the technologies, such as the robotic flights envisioned by the companies. Uh, this is an important milestone for Wing and drone delivery in the U.S. Adam Woodsworth, Wing's chief, uh, company's chief executive officer, said in a blog post. Uh, deliveries will be available to people living near uh, Dallas and Frisco and Little Elm, the company said. The company, which does most of its business in Australia, says it surpassed 200,000 deliveries earlier this year. So, pretty cool. So, it's just up the street from me. Well, hey, there you go. Test it out. Tell us how it works. Be a good deal. I know Joshua Bardwell keeps asking for uh, anybody who can get deliveries from any of these drone delivery companies to test them yeah, out absolutely. and work with him on on getting some information on it. Yeah, I'd, I, I would love to see how it goes. Yeah, I'd love to see some video of, of how the whole thing works. Yeah, if anyone lives in a very large radius from around uh, Bentonville headquarters of Walmart, mm -hmm. uh, they have a... Uh, um, uh, a waiver uh, to fly BV loss and delivery around their headquarters, and it is uh, a big part of the state. It is. It's not a couple miles. It's a couple thousand uh, miles. So That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you're and so uh, if anyone in uh, Arkansas, uh, keep your eyes open. Absolutely. And uh, text jet if you if you do anything, let us know how it goes, man. I'd love to have some uh, info on that. All right, I just saw this today. Um, this is one of two Facebook posts that I'd like to highlight. Uh, definitely something more FPV-centric. Um, but HD Zero is releasing the HD Zero Whoop Lite VTX. Um, so Carl Zhao says, until now, 1S Tiny Whoops were the last type of FPV drone that couldn't be converted to digital video due to voltage and weight limits. Today, I'm pleased to announce that HD Zero Whoop Lite is here to meet these needs. HD Zero can be installed in 1S Tiny Whoops to 5-inch racing drones to large, high-output, long-range wings. Um, so it looks like it takes uh, 1S to 3S input, has a uh, 25-milliwatt and 200-milliwatt RF output, smart audio. Um, it's got the 25.5 um, soft mounting, antenna retention, removable shielding box, um, and 4.5 grams with four millimeter thickness without shielding. All right, well, Alex, why wouldn't this work for you cool. for racing? <laughs> <laughs> it's not combined in with Ghost onto a single board? Well, Ghost is coming out with a flight controller with the receiver on board and for HD. Um, no, I, it's still too expensive for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to think. You, you can't be thinking in single units. You got to be thinking in dozens, right? Also, I have to get a VRX, which you can't get anywhere. So that would be difficult. Yeah, 
Yeah, the VRX uh, modules are coming out hopefully soon, but uh, they're up against. Uh, uh, Haven't they been down. saying soon for a while? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, it's uh, they have not been saying in two weeks, but they they have. Uh, there are two locations in China under are under continued lockdowns. So that's mm-hmm. uh, that that's a challenge. Uh, and then after uh, the VTX uh, comes a set of goggles. I've got the uh, the VRX and I've got a number of uh, HD zero VTXs. I'm I'm impressed and it's uh, it's grant you know it's not as uh, jazzy as uh, the graphics is not quite where DJI or DJI FPV is, but boy that con that consistent and low latency is you can you can tell even uh, even an old guy like me uh, accustomed to flying RC uh, models. It's fantastic. You really feel like you're connected to uh, to the aircraft. Yeah, I mean, and it seems like, you know, with, I mean, it honestly seems like DJI is, you know, I, I don't want to say giving up, but it's it, it feels that way on, on the HD, and well, HD Zero is just kind of surging on ahead. V3, V3 goggles. Have you followed out. the we'll rumors? They, Are they? Yeah, no. We'll We'll see if they're going to abandon uh, V1 and V2 customers. That's their. <laughs> that's, usually what, that's usually what they do. They give yeah, me Apple. Well. And Apple wants you to upgrade anytime they put out new stuff. I get the same feeling from DJI. You bet. I agree. So we'll see what happens there. Not that I want to badmouth anybody, but uh, you know, it, it's definitely interesting. I may have to convert. We're not really them. their market. Not really. We're just well, kind of side game I mean, for them. It kind of yeah. sideloaded into our market. I mean, right? So when the air units came out and whatnot, I mean, it was a big deal. It definitely was. It was a cohesive, you know, HD system uh, that graphics, worked for FPV. Yeah. And for video and videographers, the graphics is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe yeah. it gets used a ton for professional, like, movie shoots and stuff because mm-hmm. the people there want to be able to see that high-quality video feed live. And it's something that the DJI FPV can do. Yep. yep. Totally agree. All right, so that's all I have for articles, but definitely some uh uh good stuff this this week as opposed to the last couple of weeks where we've been uh kind of on slim pickings, but uh Did you hear in the news that uh, Mako FPV um Alex maybe you saw this? She was for the uh, World yeah. Games. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Evan. Evan as well? Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. Now, she was asked in the in the post I saw, she said she was asked by AMA. So uh, Yeah, I know. That that that's a touchy subject. All right, oh. start over. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> AMA comes up and everybody's <laughs> like, What? Well multi multi GP is a is an AMA special interest group. So yeah. multi GP is affiliated with AMA. Except, so Yeah. So what, I'll, what, I'll, what's the I'll what, leave what's that. the edit? What's the edited version, and what's the good news here? Evan and Mako FPV are going to, is it Atlanta? Uh, I think or it was Al- Alabama. Or Bama. Birmingham, Alabama, I think. Or Birmingham, whatever state it's in. To do <laughs> what? That would be Alabama. <laughs> I don't know cities of states they that... Can go, they, can go to the, well, uh, they can go to the racetrack. There's a, a motorcycle racetrack there. That's funny. So what's, what's the rest of it? What's the event? Do you know, Alex? Uh, so it's the World Games. It's basically like a knockoff Olympics. And there's a... 
Oh, is this like the, the where they preview sports <laughs> for possible it. future Olympics? Yes, absolutely. It yeah. Is. We actually um, had a news article how, a couple of feeds how, back. Uh, that's how this. I would have sold it. This is a preparatory. <laughs> or, you know, the knockoff Olympics. <laughs> it was easier that way. It's the discussion. So, the the world world generic is a place brand. Where for, for the uninitiated, the World Games is a place where they test out new sports for possible inclusion into, uh, into the Olympics or, or other such uh, kind of competitions. So... Uh, we reported back, well, we didn't report, I apologize. We had an article that we covered, uh, I, I don't know, it was maybe 10 episodes ago or something, uh, where we were talking about FPV's inclusion into, possible inclusion into the World Games. So um, that was uh, something we did cover. So but two well-known pilots are, are yeah, going absolutely. to be there. That's awesome. Yep. That's great. The other thing that I wanted to pull up, but I didn't pull it up in time, I couldn't find it quickly enough, uh, was uh, Alex Vanover uh, participating in the red carpet event for Ambulance. That was pretty cool. Uh, pictures of him with a bunch of the actors from and, and direct and Michael Bay and, and whatnot from that. So um, really cool uh, to see pictures of that. And congratulations to him and, and uh, his team there for pulling that off that's really neat absolutely yeah if anyone has uh yes go to youtube search alex vanover for his so he doesn't he's got a uh, freestyle video um i i had to leave a post on it to like oh i i could fly like this and ah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not ever not in a million years could that's i fly funny. like that it is a fantastic i mean it is uh it's uh inspiring to see what uh what he can do uh, with a freestyle drone. Yeah. But, uh, and I Alex, believe ambulance Alex, comes... as much as we love to tease you, Alex, I do feel that, uh, uh, flying, uh, racing really sharpens your skills for everything else. And boy, does Alex show that in that uh, freestyle video. And I think ambulance opens up this weekend, uh, Friday. Um, so, uh, you see it definitely let me know how you like it and how cool those FPV shots were. We showed a little bit of them on, episode a couple back but uh but uh that's all i've got uh dave you got anything for us sir yeah i wanted to bring up that we're starting and uh, we'll be working with uh, uh flight test and hopefully a couple others on a uh, an effort to uh, put some topics uh, in front of hopefully the faa hopefully uh, the um, uh, both house and senate uh, aviation subcommittees uh in for the 2023 FAA Reauthorization Act. So this is going to take a fair amount of time. And uh, what we'll be doing is we'll make sure that the, the few topics that we isolate, we'll get them out, publicize them, uh, get folks uh, work to comment on them, and, uh, and then uh, figure out the best way and the best approach to bring them forward, probably uh, in uh, serial fashion, first uh, to talk to the FAA and then, uh, as appropriate, uh, talk to um, congressional representatives and senators on the two committees or two subcommittees. So jumping way back, the reason we have the current regulations we do from the FAA go, well, go back even farther, but a big part of it is in 2018, Congress came up with a reauthorization act and within there they put in a bunch of requirements that the faa do x y and z to regulate drones 
So now their the FAA is going to be up for getting their their budget, uh, their money, their reauthorization from Congress to exist again, right? And we want to talk to people so that we hopefully have some influence on what Congress is going to tell the FAA to do for this next, is it a five-year period that this happens mm -hmm. every time? Yes. That's correct. So hopefully so, there won't be any crazy surprises, and hopefully they will take some advice from the uh, the drone users community. this time. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things that uh, we've been trying to work on is get some 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 representatives and, and senators educated on what they're actually legislating about because I feel like we feel like that uh, you know the better informed they are on on what's actually going on as opposed to what the perceived uh threat being the the word that comes to mind is is not actual reality so um not to mention that uh model aviation is the safest form of aviation um in all of history and uh should be treated as such and uh as opposed to you know trying to mitigate risk that doesn't exist so um, well, I don't think, uh, to, to TextJet's uh, comment, uh, 336 is going to be brought back anytime soon. Um, I think that there's a lot that can be done going forward, especially in relation to uh, segmenting different aspects of the hobby as a, you know, certain, uh, a release of certain rules for different modes of flying, FPV versus model aviation versus, uh, you know, whatever else is out there and um, just have some more common sense regulations as opposed to a flat out blanket um, that we currently have. So, um, you know, one of the things we've pushed is shielded operations. It would be great to see something like that um, in uh, the future reauthorization. So two of the other areas that uh, we would uh, we've been talking about and you know, we may may you know, depending you know how the, where this falls out is the nudge the FAA on not uh, executing on two of the mandates they had one CBO uh, mm -hmm. and two get free as uh, established and notably as administrator Dixon uh, committed to get uh, rapid free as uh, stood up so that uh, for racing uh, Freya is intended to be a permanent uh, structure uh, for a permanent flying field, but if I'm uh, flying a race uh, at a park, how do I get that established as a Freya for a weekend? That type of thing. Yeah, and obviously we assume that if anybody in Congress has any information about drones and these regulations, they're probably getting that from the companies that have a lot of money to spend on lobbyists to talk to them. And thus, organizations like us are kind of left out of that process and we're also uh, very aware that the it's the staff uh, um, uh, on these um, subcommittees that uh, are pretty savvy and we've had the the pleasure of talking uh, uh, to a couple of them and it's it's pretty darned impressive how um, chat these folks know the the regulations chapter and verse and they understand uh, the numbers and magnitudes of uh, recreational versus uh, uh, commercial. Now, that's that said, uh, I, you know that's um, we try to encourage that they can convey that intelligence to uh, congressional representatives and uh, senators, and that's of course a pretty tall, tall task. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, to, uh, let's see, uh, Degenerate's comment, the, that they were co- closely related to Amazon talking about drone delivery. I would agree with you. I think that uh, something we'll see in the, the next one is going to be stuff related to urban air mobility um, that uh, is currently uh, being, you know, funneled in through the AC, uh, formerly the DAC. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see what that what that brings. But I think the other thing to truly think about is that uh, there was a lot of pressure from law enforcement agencies like DHS and uh, which would be the Department of Homeland Security and, um, you know, some of the other law enforcement entities, CIA, FBI, uh, putting forth some concerns about drones that may or may not actually exist. And so, you know, there's going to be a lot of that kind of stuff that are, is going to be included in this. But, you know, we as we're on the lookout for this kind of stuff now right i think uh the last reauthorization was kind of a wake-up call for the community and uh now as a whole i think we're you know more in tune with uh the regulations and more prepared to kind of actively uh figure out what they are and um work towards getting something favorable so let's see I think that's all I had. Alex, are you what? raising your hand or are you just stretching there? Oh, I just have my arm up on my bed <laughs> here. That's funny. But all right, I can uh, say some things. Yeah, yeah, go for it, buddy. Yeah. So past weekend, we just had Mayhem, uh, Dawn Till Dusk Race. Uh, Team White Goat took home first. <laughs> and then we had not to be uh, confused with black sheep but it's a white goat right yes yes you might go not black sheep any, fo- any um, photos or videos uh well there's the whole video of the entire race on the multi gp youtube if anyone 24 wants to hours long no it's not 24 hours it's from 8 a.m to 6 p.m so about 10 hours watch watch it on two times speed half the pilots were running freedom spec other half were running open class so it was a pretty even mix interesting did you race no (laughs) i had school i think we cut we cut you off about who was racing and who who won and stuff uh well white goat won hoa heart of america got second i forget who got third and the rest of the list of the teams is out there on the internet. And now is that like, uh, how does that race work again? Some sort of a relay race and you're just racing constantly for that amount of time? The most yes, laps so wins? Are... Yes, most laps. Uh, so basically you have the track and you're on a team. You take off, you start going through the course, you run your battery, you go into uh, pit row. It's like a NASCAR race. You go in, but instead of refueling the car and maybe swapping a few tires, you're going to switch the quad entirely and a new pilot takes over as going to fly the track for their battery and go back in, land, next person takes off, continues going as many laps they can How do. How many people are on a team? Uh, Ten people is the limit, and that can be either side crew or pilots, but the maximum is ten people for Mayhem. Mm-hmm. 
what are they That's calling awesome. that? What are they calling that style? Is that uh, team racing? Team. Okay. That's cool. So there are eight teams that compete. That's cool. That's really neat. All right. Uh, Anything else, Alex? Then, um, the last day to comment on the Oregon rule is tomorrow, 5 p.m. There, and then the other thing would be this weekend is the uh, collegiate championships, which is coming up. And so that's going to be at the University of North Dakota. It will should be live streamed to multi-GP, I believe. Yes. And so, is yeah. This that's the last race that they're, they're doing at uh, North Dakota? I believe so. I don't think they're going to host the championship anymore. So another school is going to have to take over. Okay. Well, hopefully we see another school pick that up. All right. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else have anything? Any questions? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Questions, comments, concerns, thoughts? You're welcome, text chat. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. All right. Well, with that, uh, we will give you back the rest of your evening. Uh, hope you uh, had fun. Let us know if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, always happy to hear from everybody. So uh, with that, um, oh, yeah, quick announcement. I, we've announced it before, but uh, Dave and I will be at Flight Fest. So uh, if you're going, we'd love to meet you, see you. Uh, we'll hook you up with some slaps. Um, and... Uh, Hopefully we'll have a good time and uh, we're spearheading the FPV experience at Flight Fest. So uh, it'll be a cool deal. And also, if you're having some issues with build, come see us. We'll try and help you out and uh, get you through that. So that's going to be a good deal. We look forward to that. Um, and uh, that'll be uh first time we've been out in a while. Well, that, di that I've been out in a while. I haven't been out since the protests. And hey, I don't get out much. <laughs> we keep Dave locked in. So this, like, so this, this will be great. I'm looking looking forward to meeting in person the flight test team. Uh, we're meeting with them on a, at least a weekly basis. Got uh, a number of uh, things cooking. Uh, great uh, bunch of people and uh, a nice complimentary uh, relationship. We're looking forward to uh, Flight Fest as a, uh, a way to uh, help uh, the flight test community get a, a flavor of fpv mm -hmm. and they're excited and they've got uh, some cool uh little uh drones coming out one that's a guardian uh, gremlin they call it it's got uh it's a durlin so it's cheap they're trying to build things that are uh, good value durable uh, not the level of carbon fiber and in high zoot uh graphics but analog and uh, make it make things uh, good value for good. Uh, young people to be able to enter the hobby absolutely and that's what flight is known for is you know the ease of entering the hobby and uh i know their videos are a lot of where i started from when i first started so it's good to have that relationship that we're building with them so um <laughs> that would be interesting foam board foam quads board. yeah absolutely <laughs> Man, that was a joke <laughs> <laughs> Not a, Not a, looks Love good it. for you
and it, they're it's uh, the the guardian gremlin is really light the all-up weight is significantly under 250 grams yep. and as we as we get closer and closer to um september 2023 with remote id uh, going under 250 grams is going to be a nice thing, both for uh, Part 107 as well as recreational pilots. So that that looks to be, and you know, and those you can't if you're going to fly Category One in Part 107, fly it over people. You you have to have the props shrouded, and so th this does, and so it's got the, the ability probably for uh, one of those uh, HD zero uh, whoop cameras in the VTXs. So there you that, go. That sounds like a nice setup. We should suggest hey, and... the foam board quad for the next April Fool's video. <laughs> See if they can make, pull it off. That would be super cool. I bet you they could, too. Um, all right. So last thing, Dave's got his uh, Part 107 test tomorrow, right? Hey. So good Friday. luck to you on your Part 107. You. Or, yeah, Friday. Sorry, not tomorrow, but Friday. Yep. So good I'm luck ready. to you on that. Took you long enough. <laughs> Always, always that little, that little <laughs> shot. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the support, Alex. <laughs> yep. So good luck, Dave. Uh, hopefully you uh, pass it first try. I hope so. I think you will. You'll do great. All right. With that, I Remember will give you guys. Remember the questions that are always different. <laughs> All right. So. Yep. With that, I'll give you guys back the rest of your evening. Thanks for joining us. We do appreciate it. Um, and we will see you in two weeks.